Hi, I'm Nicole Glenn, the co-host of the LLC podcast, and it's an honor to introduce inspiring women who are making a real difference in logistics and supply chain. With the LLC podcast, you'll hear inspirational stories, both professional and personal challenges our guests overcame, how their backgrounds helped shape who they are today, and how they empower others, give back to their communities, and often the world. Today, joining me is Mindy Brown. Mindy, I'm so glad that you are here. Uh, but I want to give a little brief bio on Mindy. She is an advocate for women, diversity, and inclusion in the transportation industry. Starting off as a driver and having spent the last 18 years in trucking, Mindy has seen many changes. She is passionate about clearing a path for women who not only survive in the trucking industry, but also thrive and succeed. The result, she feels, is creating more women in C-suite positions while creating allyship among men and women. Not only does Mindy feel that she will impact the industry, but she will change the country. So Mindy, welcome. And like I said, I'm so glad that you're here. It's awesome. We started talking really in person for the first time at Women in Trucking, but you just told me you had seen me on something else and we had connected that way. Yeah, we connected on uh, one of the uh, women in trucking uh, webinars. Yeah, when, leadership. Yeah, I actually do remember that now. Women in trucking does put on a lot of good conversations for people to check out. I always boast about them because I've really expanded my network. And this last year, when we went to the conference that was in Dallas, I don't know if you've been before. Uh, any years prior, but I had, and it was just booming with so many more people and people wanting to really clamor for learning and information. So I thought it was an awesome platform this past year. Had you been before? I, I've never been before. That was my first year. And, you know, Ellen's just done an amazing job uh, with the conference and, and for what she's done with women in trucking, you know, being the founder of that and, and kudos to her for uh, you know, giving women a voice and a, and a place to network and, and connect. For sure. For sure. And then I got to see you on a panel. So you were, it was a great panel of women that were up there all talking about mentorship and you were sharing some great insight, which was why, you know, when we continue to talk, I'm like, Hey, Mindy, come on and, and tell people your story and tell them what you're, what you're trying to accomplish in the industry. Cause I think it's awesome. So I do have to just give a little bit of background at Women in Trucking. I did host a session called, you know, Ask Outrageously. It was about empowering your life and your career. And Mindy came up to me and she was talking to me and we've hosted conversations and we hosted a, a chat really to understand how we were going to approach this show. And she threw these like brain stumper questions out to me. You know, just it was more of an interview. I was supposed to be interviewing her and she was interviewing me. And with that, I realized and I, I do want to encourage other people to do these types of conversations because it really creates a great understanding of how other people are working and what they're doing to really jump forward in their careers. So I, I mean, I give you such kudos for being audacious and asking those types of questions because I mean, I really had to pause on some of those deep thinkers that you threw my way that day. 
Well, it, it allows you to uh, get to know a person better uh, by their responses and, and kind of see, you know, at what's at the heart of, of them and their, their makeup. So it's, it's always good to see that and get to know somebody on a, on a different level, of, you know, other than just seeing them at a conference and then forgetting them. Yeah. So, so tell us about you. Tell me, tell me your background. I, I said your brief bio, but there's so much more to you than that. So how did you get in this crazy world of freight? Uh, trucking was a second chance for me. Uh, it gave me a, a, another beginning at doing something uh, with my life that just gave me an opportunity to travel and, and really, you know, see the world and get paid to do it uh, at 65 miles an hour. And um, it really just changed my life. And I, I always loved the freedom of the open road. I always said if, if I could bottle that and sell it, I would because there's nothing like it. Um, I drove for three years, got out of the truck, moved over into operations, operations manager, uh, driver, business manager, um, and uh, account manager. So I wore many hats in operations. And, uh, you know, I've lived right outside of Chattanooga uh, and uh, Tennessee, born and raised. And uh, that's kind of how I got into trucking. So when you were actually out of the truck and in more of the operational side of things, did you have a lot of women that were in the fleet that you were managing or were you still really a minority in your space at that time? I would say I had another woman that I worked with as far as having drivers that I managed. Uh, I didn't have many women drivers. I didn't really see that many women drivers uh, out there. Uh, there were a few, um, but I wouldn't say there was a lot on my fleet. Um, and then in the office, we had one other uh, uh, female uh, in the office at the time. Okay. I wasn't sure because I know some companies just still carry that whopping zero, you know, um, for a long time, even when I was in, well, I mean, it's been evolving, but a while ago, it was like, I was always one of two females or this, the only female, uh, that, that worked in the space. So I always love, and I asked that question because I'm hoping someday someone will wow me and be like, yeah, we had 10. I'd be like, yes, that is awesome. <laughs> Cause I'm hoping that we just, by doing things like this, you know, we're going to inspire more and more women to either jump in a truck, work on a line that's manufacturing trucks, you know, work in logistics or supply chain in, in some form or fashion. So hopefully I'll keep you posted, Mindy, as I uh, finally come across that answer, I'll have to tell you, but um, we're going to just jump right in. I had some, some great questions to turn the role today from you doing your impromptu interview on me back <laughs> to you. Um, so I did want to ask you, do you believe that women and men have equal opportunity in this day and age to contribute in their workplace? I don't think that we have the opportunity. Uh, you know, I'd like to change that. I, I would, I would, you know, I think it's important for diversity, inclusion and belonging to come into play in an organization in order to create that environment where associates, men and women can both thrive and succeed. Uh, but it, it starts at the top and goes down. Uh, they have to see diversity in executive leadership before uh, it can trickle down into the organization. 
and that gives an, an open environment for everybody to create their own path and kind of you know drive their future uh, because the opportunities are endless in, in the transportation industry and there's so much success that women and men can have together uh, and create that impact uh, by helping one another and and giving each other a seat at the table i, I saw a quote that said uh, if you're you're not getting a seat at the table bring a folding chair so maybe the women need to to take a folding chair at the seat of the table <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm starting to see and hear of it more and more often but what are some tips that you think you know would would make that possible so say i'm i'm in that spot and i want to bring that folding chair what would you think would be a best practice for a woman to take in today's day and age? That that's in a, a, a leadership position. Yeah, to actually hopefully unfold that chair, sit at that table. Um, bring others with you. Uh, invest in other people. Uh, pour out to those. You know, I I've said this before, and and success is is not a. a I did this. It's a team effort and it takes a lot of people. Um, so I, I would say just bring others with you and pour into them, help them realize their blind spots to grow them and make them better. Um, don't ruin them praise, but rather build them up with constructive criticism. Sure. That's one of the things that I often tell people and in my spot, I say, I'm delivering a message, which sometimes is hard to hear, right? With that constructive criticism. Right. But what I explain to them often is it's something that they take with them, even if they are, they decided not to come back through these doors. Right. And it's something that if they did, you know, investigate, you said something wonderful there, their blind spots on how to really lift themselves in their, their career that's something that no one can ever take away from you. You've learned something, you're applying something. So I think we have to remember that even when we're thinking about positions, you know, and, and what do you get out of that position? And I always just love to just remind people that because that experience, that education, that understanding that you didn't get prior to walking in those doors alongside of being vulnerable to touch that, uh, the changes for the constructive criticism is, is a sweet spot right. you know, on how you can make that impact going forward. So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So out of all of the years that you have been meeting people, which, I mean, I don't know how many you've been in the industry. I don't, I think you said a number. How many years have you been in the industry? 18 years. Dang. Dang, you're close to me too. Who who have you come across that's inspired you the most, and and why is that? Um, well, you know, first off, I'd I'd say my faith has inspired me in the industry because uh, God controls every aspect of our lives, and um, you know, I would say a lady that I worked with, Donna Collins, she was amazing, such a leader worth following, and. Um, you know, she taught me so much about the industry and she'd been in the industry for years. And it was one of those people that it was an unofficial mentor for me and that she just led by example and you gravitated towards her and she coached and mentored you without ever really verbally directing it towards you. 
she was just an amazing person. And, and she taught me so much about, you know, you can't control the weather, uh, but you can control how you respond. And, and most importantly, she taught me you have to have, a, as you said in your webinar, you got to have a, a thick skin um, in this industry. And I think sometimes for women, that's a little difficult. But, uh, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, I learned about her and I, I saw her challenges and things that she went through. And uh, she was just such an example. And another person I would say would be Judy Hoberman. Uh, she's just an amazing person, uh, an executive leadership coach. She's helped women in so many ways. And uh, just how she is and how she carries herself and truly being a person that, that doesn't judge others. And she just truly accepts people where they are in their walk in life. And she doesn't judge where they're not. And she just wants to help people and uh, grow others. And, and she's just been an inspiration to me and she is an inspiration to me every day. When we put this podcast out, I'm going to love for you if possible, if you're connected or if you're on LinkedIn to just tag those individuals, because I feel like there's, there are so many people out there, right. But really walking the walk that they're, they're speaking is it's truly hard to find, you know, um, so I would love for you to tag them in so other people can potentially follow them, connect with them, because that's that's so important that we have these pillars in this, you know, community, uh, especially a female, you know, community within logistics that have made such an impact. So you said executive coach. So is that something that you've that that you took on and had an executive coach in your life or was it somebody that you just connected with? It's Judy that I connected with. I, I met her last year. Um, she did a um, summit for women and uh, I connected with her then. We've been following, I've been following her since uh, May of last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's had meetings on Clubhouse and, you know, just a newsletter she sends out. She always gives these tidbits of information uh, and leadership. And that's why I call it unofficial mentoring because you can grow without it, you know, officially asking someone, Hey, can you mentor me? Uh, you can learn, you can learn from books. You can learn from, you know, YouTube videos, uh, any, any outlet that, that you can seek knowledge, you can learn and grow. That's totally true. I used to joke around and say, John C. Maxwell was my unofficial, I'd call him my boyfriend. I'm like, I'm listening to my boyfriend today, <laughs> uh, because he would give me so much insight as just an author or speaker that he would make me feel so small sometimes of things. Cause I, here I am, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I feel really confident. I feel really good. And then he would paint a picture of leadership and, and that servant leadership and how to approach that. And the small, when I say small, it's one of those things that I, I, I appreciate um, because I always want to stay humble and stay grounded to understand that there are, continuous things that we can do to improve upon. There's different ways to look at every scenario and walk of life and what they've been through and how do you coach and, and elevate that. So I agree with you. And one of the things I want to make mention too is in that um, session that you'd come in for of mine when it was the Ask Outrageous session, we talked about massive and passive action. And so um, I know this is, you know, your podcast to talk, but I want to just tell the listeners a little bit about that because you're doing the massive action side of things. So 
going to a conference, reading a book, following Judy would be just passive, right? We're getting that knowledge. We're understanding that there's different things out there, but it's really when you turn it into that massive action side to zoom in, to ask Judy questions, to talk to different people in the industry, to interview CEOs and, and learn different concepts is where that massive action comes into play. And when we talked about it at the, the Women in Trucking Conference, I gave an example of, you know, when you want to go on a diet, you if you just scroll on your Facebook feed and see a great workout plan and you close that feed and you don't do anything about it. Yeah, you learned how to create a workout plan, but it's actually putting it in. So I do want to call that out for Mindy. I mean, please, you know, if you're listening, follow her, too, and because she's doing a great thing by putting herself out there and trying to talk to different individuals to continually learn to take those next steps. So I know I keep giving you kudos. I just think that it's it's so important for all of us uh, to, to get connected and to have mentors officially or unofficially and, and talk to people and understand, you know, what other what other steps, what other trials and tribulations have people gone up against that, you know, maybe you could skip, you know, and just right, right into a new spot. So uh, sorry to chime in there, but I just had to throw it out on that. So no, that, that's great. That, that's wise words and, and, and great uh, tidbits for people to take and apply it to their lives for sure. So I have to ask you this question on successful people. Like when you think of characteristics that would turn into success, what do you think those are and why are those characteristics important? I would say, and I touched on this earlier, humility, because, you know, success is, is not a, a, a a, you know, I, I, I did this, I did this. It's a team effort and it's, it's, you know, growing with others and surrounding yourself with a, a tribe or a village, whatever you want to call it, uh, that help you get to where you want to go, where you can, you know, recognize your blind spots and 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 better yourself and grow. And I would say, you know, respect uh, and always standing for what you believe in, uh, and 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 being an example for others, leading with with a uh, tender heart and a tough mind. Um, that's not always easy, uh, especially in transportation for a woman. Uh, but that tender heart, uh, I think, is what makes a great leader while still having that tough mind to get things accomplished. I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, I think we all have to have empathy for other people and understanding and where they're coming from. And like you said, too, like then still moving that through and getting things to actually happen. It's it's a challenge for people to be able to balance both of those traits. So I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, for sure. So in asking that question of the characteristics, what do you think then really makes up success? Like what's that definition to you? You know, I've been thinking about this and, and, you know, I think everybody wants to be successful um, with whatever they choose to do in their life. You know, I think for for me, I'm I'm looking more at how do I successfully live a life of significance, and and that's my goal. And that I think that's 
that servant leadership is just to lead a life of significance successfully and, you know, not making an impression of yourself, but rather making an impact, an impact with other people. And like I said, that's a team effort and doing it together and say, hey, we did this. We changed the industry. And, and that's what women can do uh, for the industry. We can work together to create that impact, but we have to do it selflessly, you know, not thinking of ourselves, uh, and uh, really just being significant, striving to be intentionally significant. I mean, I agree with you there for sure. I had a deep conversation with somebody about this a couple of months ago because this person was saying like people get classified as successful because maybe they drive a certain type of car or they have a certain type of home or they're a certain position or maybe even buttoned up and look a certain way. And I had never stopped to really think about that word success, you know, like the true definition. And I think you said it spot on because it's one of those things that's going to vary person to person. And I think having success and feeling that you're carrying that, even if it's not a paycheck mm -hmm. or uh, I, I mean, anything, I think it, it amounts to, to how you show up with integrity and how other people view you. I mean, we've all heard that quote, and I'm going to butcher the heck out of it, but it was something about, it's not about what you, oh goodness, her name's, um, it's kind of how you make people feel. I think I forget the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of, it's not what you have, it's how you made people feel. That's right. somewhere along the line of that. I'm right, but I'm still saying it wrong. And, and I think that that's completely true. So you picked out a question here on perfectionism, which I would, I first and foremost want to know why you picked out a question on perfectionism. Is that something that is important in your life? Can you elaborate a little bit on, on perfectionism for you? I, I tend to be a perfectionist. Uh, I will procrastinate because I can't do things perfectly. So I've really had to, to watch myself. And, and, you know, that's another thing that Donna Collins taught me was to always strive for excellence uh, and uh, not perfection. And I think, you know, the pandemic really brought a lot to light about people. People went through a lot and they showing up was just giving their best. And, um, you know, I think you should show up for your best. And some days it may be 80%. Some days it, it, it may be, you know, just showing up, but you should always give your best. I think life is difficult. We all have challenges. And as you said, being that empathetic leader and really understanding people and meeting them where they are, um, it shows a great sign of leadership. And I think we should always give our best. And uh, if that's 80% one day, if that's just getting it finished and doing our best at what we can do, that's good enough. But always do your best. I agree with you on that. I think a lot of people can get stumped with that. <laughs> You know, and that was the question is, do you agree that finished is better than perfect? I mean, you did answer that, but, you know, in, in your mind, you said that that's something that you struggled with. How have you really overcome that? I know you said Donna had given some insight, but 
Have you done anything that maybe you're in the middle of something and you pull yourself back? Is there, has there been anything that you've noticed that you can maybe apply that, that opens up your mind to, to just getting it finished and as best as you can? Yeah, I think letting go of that negative thinking, you know, we all have that recorded recorder in our minds with negative thinking. I think really just letting that go and getting things done, even if it means rolling up your sleeves and just doing it um, and, uh, you know, give your best. If it's 80 percent, if it's if it's, you know, just getting it done, that's you giving your best. And I think we should do that every day. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. So I have a couple of questions too, because I've noticed you really putting yourself out there. You're, you know, on LinkedIn and you're, you're connecting with people, you're commenting, you're sharing some posts that have meaning. What has this network done for you since you've been really putting yourself out there? I've, I've been able to get to know some amazing people and connect with people that I would have, would not have met otherwise uh, through, uh, social media and, uh, you know, get to, just taking the time and, and really it's taught me to listen, um, and, and really hone in on those listening skills and, and, and see people, uh, and kind of, you know, put myself in their shoes and, and be an empathetic leader. And I've been able to meet some great people that I know in this industry are going to do some amazing things. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see what the future holds for them. And, uh, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting, you know, when women get excited about what they want to accomplish and, and what they want to uh, achieve in the industry. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful that I've had the opportunity to network with other people and really take this time to uh, get to know them and, and some of their goals and aspirations. Yeah. And from doing that, are you like when you reach out? I mean, I know for myself, I always feel pretty welcome when I'm reaching out to people. And, and in the session, I know I'm kind of bouncing all over right now, in that session that you had with mentorship that I sat in and listened to, you were talking about, you know, asking and, and networking. And do you think that the industry and the contacts that you've reached out to have been pretty open to you reaching out to them and trying to establish these firm connections? Uh, some of them have, some of them haven't. Um, you know, I think it it depends on the person. It depends on, you know, they have a lot going on in their lives. Maybe, you know, I don't understand what's going on with them and I, I can't take things personally, um, you know, whether they are able to connect or they're not, you know, uh, I can reach out and, and offer that. Uh, but other people have, have been really great and want to connect and, and circle back again. Uh, I, I met with Sharon again today and she's just amazing. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's been able to circle back with people and uh, get together again. Yeah. So just so everybody listening, Sharon Sires, another LLC uh, host. And so she is just somebody phenomenal to, to network with. She's been in our industry for over 30 years. And she's really been in many, many different styles of companies, whether it's asset or brokerage or, I mean, agent model. I mean, she's been all over the place um, through her experiences. And she's also really dedicated herself to helping women in, in business and in this space of what we're doing. So she's just someone great to have in your network. Her and I this week are actually going to go 
uh, to UNT, which is a college in, in uh, Texas, and, and teach, teach these college students about logistics and just giving that basic overview. But, you know, Sharon puts in the work to, to align these things. So that way, you know, she's continually inviting people into our space. So I know she had made mention to me, Mindy, that she thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you um, last time. So I'm glad that you're, you're lifting that up because she's just a great person. Yeah, she's she's such a, a great person to to have and and you know to bounce things off of and and you know she provides a lot of wisdom and insight and uh, I I enjoy talking to her uh, generally she's she's just really a, a fantastic person. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would love to thank you for joining us today. And again, the whole concept I want our audience to think about and listening to this with you is you know, that ability to put yourself out there, ask and network and grow and focus on the leadership side of things and the massive action. I just, I think so highly of you. So I can't wait to hear and see what continually happens to you and your work life as well. So how will people uh, be able to get in contact with you? What's the best way if they want to reach out? Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Mindy Brown um, or Mindy hyphen Brown. And, uh, you know, reach out. My email's on my LinkedIn as well, so you can email me. Uh, I want to thank you, Nicole, for having me today, for having uh, LLC and, and uh, having a place where women can connect and grow and, uh, you know, have support. Uh, it's an amazing uh, organization that you have, and, and thank you for having it and having me here. I wanted to end with a quote. Uh, it says, when you get into a tight place and everything goes against you, never give up then. For that is just the place and the time that the tide will turn. Harriet Beecher Stowe. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So again, thank you all for tuning in and listening to myself and Mindy today and reach out to her and get connected. So thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you.